BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. So wide open, Barcelo again. AB for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar pregame live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougar pregame live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars back at the Marriott Center. Conference game number two. Coming in to Provo tonight, the St. Mary's Gales. Now, BYU is finally able to begin West Coast Conference play on Thursday night, beating Pacific 73-51. In that game, Alex Barcelo reached a milestone in his career, reaching the 1,000-point milestone, becoming the 52nd player in BYU basketball history to do so. Obviously, a massive congratulations to A.B. on that career milestone. Barcelo in that game scored 15 points. He also picked up five rebounds and dished out four assists in the victory. Barcelo was actually one of five Cougars who scored in double figures, along with Tijon Lucas, Trevin Nell, Seneca Knight, and Fusene Traore. Now the win moved BYU's record to 13-3 overall and 1-0 in the WCC. And that brings us to tonight's matchup with St. Mary's. The Gales, like BYU, ended the non-conference portion of their schedule with a record of 12-3. Now St. Mary's first two WCC games were postponed due to COVID. So tonight's game in Provo is actually the Gales conference opener. And here's an interesting note. The Cougars and Gales played five of the same teams in the non-conference. Both teams faced these teams, Texas Southern, Oregon, Utah State, San Diego State, and Missouri State. So against the common opponents, BYU went 5-0, while St. Mary's finished with a record of 4-1. The only loss for the Gales came against the Aztecs of San Diego State. So a lot of games that you can look at with a common opponent to see how things went. Interesting enough uh, that you have that many in the in the non-conference schedule five. It was a little bit surprising when I saw that. Now the Gales have done a very good job on the defensive end so far this season, allowing only 58 points per game. Offensively, they have four players right now averaging at least 10 points per game, led by Matthias Toss with 13 points. The Cougars last year swept the Gales, so here's hoping that BYU can begin this year's series off on the right foot. It's time now for our pregame player interview, and tonight you're going to hear from Trevin Nell. Trevin is averaging seven points per game, but you can tell that he is feeling really comfortable on the floor. He's played in every game this season and has become a fixture in the starting lineup. Here's my chat with Trevin Nell. Before you guys came out here, you guys were doing yoga. Have you, have you always been a yoga guy, or is that something new? Because it seems like everybody now has incorporated some form of yoga into uh, either practices or post-game or any of that stuff. Has this always been something you've done? Uh, this year we really like implemented yoga into our like routine, and Coach Stork's a great guy, and he's helped us to kind of 
release our stress before a game. And so we usually try to do yoga or these like different stretches um, on road trips or um, the day before a game just to relax us and to really focus on the things that matter. And even Coach Stork was talking about how stretching in itself is good physically, but more physiologically. Like, it's so much better for your mental health, and it just gets us all ready for the game and, you know, focus on what matters. Have you ever done hot yoga? I've never done hot yoga, but I would definitely need it. <laughs> okay, so I've never done yoga of any kind at all, but for whatever reason, I have this fascination with hot yoga. Should I try it? I think you should. I think I, think I should try it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go set up a session together. So, okay, take me through what it was like to finally get that conference game under your belt, because I know you guys have been waiting a long time for it. You finally get it, and the good news is you get the win, but obviously being able to play the game was huge. Yeah, I mean, last year we went through ups and downs with games getting canceled and COVID still being a big part of it. And this year, as we have already seen with Portland being canceled, but to have that first game under our belt is huge for us. And it kind of like lets go of some pressure, a little stress going into conference. Um, and conference play is different than non-conference. Every team's out to, you know, win. It's a new new season, really. And, you know, Pacific was a great team. They, they're just physical. They're physical and they, you know, they just hang around with every team. And so it was a great win for us and we're just ready for Saturday. I would imagine too, and it, I think we probably talk about this every year, even though there are new guys that come in and out of the conference, there's still a lot of familiarity with systems and what teams want to do. How much does that help in terms of the prep for a conference game? Because you do know these guys. I know these guys through well. This is my third year playing St. Mary's and St. Mary's is a great team. They're really well coached. They're super talented this year. They bring every single guy back from their roster last year. So they're super talented. They know us just as well as we know them. And so this game really is going to come down to who wants it more. You know, that you can run at all these different strategies, but we know them, they know us, and it's just a huge rival for us. And so it's going to be fun. That's the thing. With the history between these two teams, it's always a battle, literally and figuratively, because they are such a physical team to face. What's a memory against St. Mary's that you remember? Does anything come to mind? Um, last year was my first start against them, so that was huge. Uh, but I remember last year playing at home, and it's 18-21 or something like that at halftime, or like 18-23 <laughs> at half. And so they were a really, really well defensive team. And, you know, something that I always remember is the like point differential is like one point or two points every single time we play them. And so we know that just going into this game, it's not going to be about you know, strategy or anything like that is who wants it more and who's tougher. So, You mentioned getting your first start. You've obviously, you know, been in the starting lineup for a while now. I've been really impressed with just how comfortable you look and how comfortable the shot looks. How, how good are you feeling out there on the floor right now? I feel super comfortable, super confident. My guys, you know, they have a lot of confidence in me. Coach Pope has tremendous confidence in me right now, and that just helps me going forward, you know. And so, uh, you know, getting a couple starts under my belt last year and then especially this year, I just, you know, feel really confident and really comfortable out there putting the ball on the floor and making plays for my teammates. What's the thing you guys right now still feel you can take the biggest step towards getting better at right now? 
protecting the ball. You know, we, we honestly are gifting other teams like five or ten possessions before we even really get one because we just turn over the ball so much. So if we can limit our turnovers, then it becomes a different game entirely. Um, we A lot of guys on the team are starting to find their shots, and so it's going to be fun if we can just protect that ball and rebound. One of the things that we had talked about in non-conference and certainly in the month of December was just how few uh, home games that you guys had. You're starting to get a couple of home games now. That's probably got to feel nice to be in, in front of the home fans, even though you're going to be in front of fans wherever you go. Being at home is probably nice. It's true. You know, BYU fans, they travel. And so we like to always say every, every away game or every game is a home game. But there's something different about playing the Marriott Center and playing in front of the Rock. You know, I'm super excited for Saturday. You know, St. Mary's knows exactly who the Rock is, and I'm just hoping the Rock brings it. One thing I did want to ask you, um, in the game against Pacific, Barcelo got 1,000 points. You obviously know him really well. You guys are close. How cool was that to see him reach that milestone? I mean, it's huge. He works harder than anybody I know. Uh, like During the summer, he was always in the gym. He is a great leader on and off the court. And, you know, he's a great, great character, you know. And uh, he's one of my best friends on this team. And I was super happy for him, super proud of him. And no one deserves it more. All right. If you need a hot yoga buddy, I'm in. Next, If you go, if you go I'm in, all right? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm in, too. All right. Thanks, Trev. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. You heard it. Trev and Nell and I are going to do, uh, do a session of hot yoga. If we, uh, I guess it's called the studio, the hot yoga studio. You're all, you're all invited. If we go, you're all invited. You know who would really enjoy some hot yoga, I bet, is Mark Durant. And he is going to join us next. Our courtside conversation with Mark Durant from the Marriott Center is coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU and St. Mary's tonight from the Marriott Center. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation. The one and only Mark Durant joining me. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Not as good as you with the Chiefs' victory today, Woo-hoo! Jason Shepard. Congratulations. Thank you. It was Enjoy tight. Enjoy it while you can till the Packers take care of business in the playoffs let's, against your Chiefs let's find, and go to the Super Bowl. That's fine. If we're making it to the Super Bowl again, I will be happy with that. <laughs> Are you in on hot yoga with uh, Trev and I? I'm not in on hot yoga, but if you give me a hot yogi, uh, you know, some – Meat and cheese on there. I'm, I'm like a sandwich. I'm into that. Yeah, okay. yeah, like a sandwich. But okay. No, no. Listen, don't be doing that kind of stuff. That's, don't do that cra- crazy stuff, man. You know, you're better than that. You know, don't, don't be going in uh, the downward dog in the sauna, man. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's move away from uh, <laughs> from the yoga talk. Uh, let's go back to Thursday night. The Pacific game was interesting in that the Tigers – we're in the game longer than we all expected them to be. However, even with far too many turnovers, and I know BYU's talked about that, BYU did what it had to do when it needed to do it. What did you come away from that game thinking? I was Im- impressed by Pacific, actually. I, you know, looking at their record and what they'd done, I didn't expect much of a fight, but they've got really good inside guys and uh, – 
and started hitting some threes in that first half. And I, I, th I was, you know, I, the, the reports of their demise were uh, exaggerate, exaggerated in my opinion. But uh, listen, that's the way conference play is. Uh, you know, guys are going to come out. They, they know the programs and the coaches know each other and, and are able to prepare. I thought, I thought they came out and played hard and did well. But like you said, I think BYU made some good adjustments in the second half, played better defense, limited the three-point opportunities. Pacific was only one for ten in the in the second half, which kind of kept them in the game in the first half. And BYU dominated the boards, played better defense, and started hitting their own threes. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, it wasn't too, too impressive of a performance in the first half. But like you said, this team kind of buckled down when it had to and was able to get some separation in that second half. And so that, that was, you know, it's hard to know what exactly to take away from that game, but, but the last impression is that, you know, BYU really played good defense and offense in that second half, and so we'll go with that. Well, that's what we'll take okay. from that game, and we're going to need uh, a lot of that in this game tonight. They can't afford to have an off half against St. Mary's. One of the players that's been really fun to talk about this year in his journey is the young Fusine Traore. So let's talk about Big Fus. He's had a double-double in two out of his last three games. Right now, he's averaging eight points and eight rebounds. That's what his stats are going into tonight. And I can't remember if it was this week or if it was last week, uh, but on BYU Sports Nation, we were having a conversation about what are, what are realistic expectations for Foos. And I said, I think realistic. I would not be surprised if this is a guy that can average a double-double in conference play. Do you, do you think he could average a double-double the rest of conference play? Well, Foose to me is a little bit like he's making the transition from Dr. Bruce Banner to the Incredible Hulk, and he's kind of mid-transition where he's not quite the Hulk yet, but he's kind of he's pretty, pretty big and mean-looking, you know. And uh, I think he's kind of figuring it out into that transition. He's just going to get better and better. So I certainly don't think he'll take a step back with what he's doing. I think he'll get better. And so that would tell me that he is a guy that could get a double-double, uh, you know, be that type of guy the rest of the season. Uh, you, you know, it's a lot of pressure to put on a young guy, but he seems to have handled all the pressure very well. He's poised. He, he's patient. He takes, you know, he's, he's smart. He just has a knack for things. You, you talk about things like rebounding. Yeah, you have to work hard for rebounding, but the great rebounders just kind of have a knack of where it's going to be. And, uh, can rebound out out of space and shot blockers. You know they just have a knack. You know he he knows the timing and and all that. Uh, and, and so I mean he's he's got real good natural skills. But I think he's I've said this many times. He's just kind of scratching the surface on yeah. what he can do. I think there'll be a point in his future that he can fall out of bed and get a double double. That's not he's not quite there yet. He's not a full Hulk yet, but uh, he's getting there. And I think it's realistic to to expect he's a good free throw shooter so he's going to get points at the line so he's, he's probably going to get up around 10 points every game and if he's in the game if he's got minutes the rebounds are going to come to him and he's going to go get them and he'll he'll be up around 10 uh, every game for that as well so yeah yeah i mean that, that's I, you don't like to put a lot of pressure on younger guys but i think that is well within his abilities and with within his progression at this point to be a double double guy the rest of the way well and mark the other thing that is impressive about not just his play but how he's being used is you know sometimes you get young players and even if they get on the floor um you know it's still nothing's being run for them what they get is a byproduct of maybe guys missing and they go get a rebound and buckets and some things like that but seeing the offense at times go through him that speaks very highly of how the coaching staff is comfortable with him on the floor absolutely i mean 
I think BYU's at its best offensively when he gets the post touch. And he kind of is the 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 hub of the wheel, right? He, all the spokes go out from him. He catches it in there. If you don't double him, he's going to be able to take you to the middle uh, with a little jump hook, and he's, he's a good scorer. If you do double him, he's smart enough to kick out to a three-point shooter or uh, cutters, you know, he's a good, good pass from the post to cutters going to the hoop. I love that. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of kind of the uh, salad or the uh, the blender mixer thing out, out of the top of the key where the guards just kind of rotate and, and do that. I mean, I, I don't think it does much for BYU. But if you get the ball in the post, what I'm trying to say is that, that collapses the defense and, and teams really have to respect that. And you're going to get better looks from the perimeter when you get a post touch. And I think Foose is a guy well beyond his years in understanding you know, not to force things, not to hurry things, to be able to see the court and find the, the right play. So I love the idea of running an offense through Foos. And for him to have the trust of Mark Pope to be able to do that as a freshman in, you know, just his 14th, 15th game or whatever it is, and that, that's pretty cool. And uh, and I, I, I hope that we'll, we'll continue to see more of that where he's kind of the focus of you know, getting him the ball so you can – take advantage of his skills, and then that's going to free up other guys. I mean, as it is right now with a lot of times, people are able to focus so much on Alex or Tijon and really extend their defense and cause all kinds of problems on the perimeter because they don't necessarily feel like there's a big threat in the paint. So we're going to take our chances stopping Alex. And when you've got a, a, a guy like Foose down low, you, you can't afford to do that defensively. You have to give him the respect that he now commands, and it's going to make life easier for guys like Alex. All right, let's bring it back to the task at hand tonight, and that is St. Mary's. BYU swept the season series last year, winning both games. Uh, this is the conference opener for St. Mary's. They've had a little while to prepare for this matchup tonight in Provo. You know what you're going to get from a Randy Bennett coach team. They are going to be physical. They are going to be tough. This is a good defensive team, only giving up about 58 points per game. What do you make of this matchup tonight? I think it's going to be an amazing battle tonight. I think these two two teams are very similar uh, and very equally matched. And uh, I, I, I'm excited to see. I think this will be kind of a test for both teams. I think the winner of this game is going to have, have set themselves apart uh, as this kind of the second-place team for uh, behind Gonzaga. And then we'll see what BYU can do against Gonzaga. But this, I mean, St. Mary's, you just you just know what you're going to get. They're going to be excellent on defense, so it's going to be hard for BYU to get good looks from the three. St. Mary's very good at that. So you're going to have to score uh, with the two-point shot. Guys like Trevin Nell and Tijon getting in the paint, uh, uh, Seneca Knight, those guys will have to have a nice game and shoot well inside the arc because uh, the three-point shot's not going to be easy. you got a good player in Toss and in, in down low, and Fotu, and, of course, Kuzi, he's, you know, he's always tough. It seems like... Uh, St. Mary's always has a pretty good point guard, and, and they run their stuff, man. It's just it's just really hard to play them. And so this will be a, a huge challenge for BYU. If they can come out on top of this one, uh, I think BYU will – I mean, they've already showed us a lot, right, Jason? But oh, yeah. I think this, this will really show us that BYU is the top team in this league, worthy of NCAA tournament, all those kind of things. If they, you can take care of St. Mary's. St. Mary's – you know, the last three games, and they've, they've had some big wins, too. I mean, it's very similar yes. trajectories for both these teams. I think they're equally matched, so it's going to be a real battle tonight. I think you hit the nail right on the head. This is a barometer game for both teams, and I think that's what makes a matchup like this so exciting because, look, 
since BYU has been in the West Coast Conference, it's always come down to, okay, well, here's Gonzaga at the top, and then it's either BYU or St. Mary's two or three in the conference. And it's it's always one of the two. So even though playing Gonzaga is certainly a barometer because you want to see how you fare against them, it's always been this BYU-St. Mary's matchup. It's like, okay, well, we're going to prove we're the second best team. And that's always <laughs> made these, it's always made these matchups so much fun. Yeah, it's been a great rivalry. Even before BYU got in the conference, I remember going down to South Padre Island, and they were there, and Delavadova was there, and and it was it went down to the last second. BYU pulled that one out. But even before the conference, this is this has been a great battle. It seems like all the games are close, and it's exciting. And uh, you know, BYU got both the games last year, but I don't know if that'll be the case this year. I think this is a very solid St. Mary's team, and BYU is going to have all that they can take, even here at home in the Marriage Center. Okay, well, I know you're not in on hot yoga, but I do know a form of yoga you would be interested in. Goat <laughs> yoga. That? You have goats. Uh, that's right. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do the goat yoga. Okay. Except my goats are, are too big now. They'll probably, that would hurt on their back. <laughs> okay. A little baby goats is what you want. But All right. Listen, I expect nothing less than a guy that has, you know, chicken salad at at, 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 at uh, Texas, Texas Roadhouse, House. man. That's, that's a hot yoga thing if I've ever heard it. It's the chicken critter salad, and it is delicious. <laughs> Okay, Mark, right, thank you friend. so much. Thanks for the insight. <laughs> there he is, the great Mark Durant. Man, I love talking to that guy. He is the best. All right, stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We got a lot of scores to update you on on this very, very busy Saturday. That also includes BYU women's basketball and BYU men's volleyball. We'll hit all that when we come back and wrap up Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar pregame live with your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Pre-Game Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The BYU Cougars hosting the St. Mary's Gales tonight. It's going to be a good one. Can't wait for this one to tip off at the Marriott Center. And fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday using the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. Earlier today, it was BYU women's basketball at the Marriott Center. The game uh, tipped off at around 2 o'clock on BYU TV. Pacific in town. Cougars absolutely blowing this one wide open early. In fact, after the first quarter, BYU had a 20-point lead. 30-10 to 10 was the score going into the second quarter. Uh, Pacific would uh, make a couple of runs here or there, but BYU held a, uh, a large lead for the majority of the game. They get the win 94-68. to 68. The news not so good for BYU men's volleyball for the second match in a row at Penn State. The Cougars get swept. 3-0 in straight sets, 25-21, 25-19, and 26-24. Cougars drop the doubleheader on the road at Penn State. Some other local scores, uh, Dixie State at Utah Valley. UVU gets the win, 79-71. Utah loses at home to Washington State, 77 77- 
62-61 in a game going on right now uh, in Albuquerque. Beautiful Albuquerque. Utah State trailing the New Mexico Lobos 51-43. One other final let you know in the NBA, the Utah Jazz fall at Indiana. That's now two losses in a row for the Jazz. 125-113 Pacers getting the victory. All right, that's going to do it. When we come back, the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. That's coming your way next. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, BYU plays its first marquee matchup of the West Coast Conference campaign. 13-3 BYU hosting 12-3 St. Mary's, two of the perennial top-tier teams in the WCC going head-to-head in the league's first weekend of competition. I am Greg Rubel, sitting alongside former Cougar Hoopster Mark Durant. And Mark, after a Division II game to end 2021 and a win over WCC seller Dweller Pacific to start 2022, BYU tonight gets its most significant challenge since facing Creighton four weeks ago today. It's another typical St. Mary's team. Uh, if a last season saw the Gales off their game just a little bit, Randy Bennett's boys have appeared to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, St. Mary's, uh, it, it just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies just to think about them because I've just seen them play so many times. And I just know it's going to be hard, and they play the right way. They play great defense. They they run their stuff. It's really hard to, to cover. They make everything miserable for you. So it's going to be a real challenge for me. It's a mental challenge more than anything to come and play St. Mary's. And, yeah, they were a little bit down last year, but, man, they've been uh, equal to BYU this year with some of their big wins and, uh, similar records, and, and, and this is going to be, I think, the, a real eye-opening game for this conference to see who kind of is the challenger to, to Gonzaga. I think, you know, San Francisco obviously very good, but BYU and St. Mary's, this game will kind of show us who will be that, that number two team going into the rest of conference play, and, and you've got to get the one here at home because it's, it's not going to be any easier going to St. Mary's, but it's remarkable what they can do, Greg, in that little place, and you know, it's a beautiful spot, granted, but it's a tiny gym and it's a small school. And for them to put what they've done the last 10 years, you know, top 10 team in number of wins over the last 10 years, just remarkable. And get the pipelines from Australia and Europe. I mean, it's it's really impressive what St. Mary's has done, and they're right back where we always expect them to be. All right, those are the words of Mark Durant. Coming up next, the words of Mark Pope, BYU's head coach. This is the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We are live inside the Marriott Center for BYU and St. Mary's. The Cougs tonight playing for a 10th consecutive home win and to extend their home win streak over St. Mary's to four games. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about the unique challenge inherent in once again facing one of the slowest tempo, tightest defending, 
and best rebounding teams in the country. You know, the way they approach the game is a little bit different. You know, they're, um, they're you know, top 10 defensive team in the country right now. They're number two in the country in terms of not allowing assisted baskets, which is a super unique way to approach the defensive end of the, end of the floor. And it's always been so problematic for us because we live on assists. So um, it, they just force you to play a little bit more in isolation, a little bit more two-on-two. Two. Um, they're really, really, really physical all game long. Uh, tons of body involved in the game. It, it ends up looking like a wrestling match. And ultimately... Um, it's hard. It's so hard, uh, you know. Unless you're, what we've seen over the last several years, unless you're, unless you're heads and shoulders above them athletically, it's hard to get out of their style of play. You just got to beat them at that style of play, and we've been able to do that. And, and uh, the way you do that is just by um, just just it's it's a forty minutes of turning frustration to fight and not letting frustration turn you sideways. Even if you're a team that likes to shoot a decent number of threes or relies on it as a big part of your offense, you're unlikely to get your average number of makes or attempts against them. Against them, That's just the way they play. Yeah, you know, teams actually shoot a decent percentage against St. Mary's. They just don't allow you to get very many off. And um, and so, you know, that's the challenge also. It's a, you know, it's a it's a two-feet keep-your-dribble-live game all night long. It's, a, it's where you have to bring all the pace to the game. You know, just the, you know, they'll, they'll uh, hit the glass hard with two guys and then send three back and so it's really hard to get in any type of rhythm or any type of transition game and um, we're going to push the you know we're going to push that and we're going to do our best to kind of fight that and try and find some life in transition but but usually when a team plays this way what you end up doing is you end up you have to create pace in the half court you can't just settle for no pace in the entire game two excellent rebounding teams you're a team that goes well to the offensive glass and they're a team that uh, grabs defensive boards as well as anyone in the country yeah, they're, they've always been a great defensive rebounding team, uh, and, and they, they'll go to work on the offensive game in, on the offensive glass in spurts uh, that can save them at times. And so, um, it just is. It just is. It's it's a great game. Uh, you know, I've grown to love it. Um, it is. You know, you know what it's going to turn to every single night. Uh, we had two great showings against them last year. You know, last year we just struggled through the game, struggled through the game, struggled through the game at their place. End up being down eight or ten with seven minutes left, and the guys just refused to give in to the frustration and came out and won and you know here I think the score was 23 to 21 at halftime I mean that's the type of score that normally you expect out of this game at half and and then the guys just found a way to just force some pace on the game in the second half and we ran away with it so uh, it's a great great obviously Randy's a great coach he's been doing this for a long time he's got you know he's got his entire roster back so they're veteran 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 team and it's a great game so is the force factor how you sweep a team like St. Mary's last year just by force just by will and they turn into just a will game you know um, at least that's been the case for us and it makes it fun what do you see with uh, Marshallonis uh, running the point uh, for St. Mary's yeah he is um, you know it's interesting because uh, Tommy Cousy has been like a staple of this right. program and he still is I actually think it's helping Tommy come off the bench right now Marshallonis gives him way more length he's a he's an elite defender he's averaging two, two steals a game as well as Logan Johnson uh, you know they just played Yale in the first three possessions of the game Yale didn't even get a shot up. They were just 
steals for transition layups. And so um, those guys do a great job getting hands-on balls. Uh, you know, they're a great deflections team, uh, great kind of gets you out of rhythm team, uh, great refuse to to have assist team, and Marshall Onis helps us in all those categories. Also a, a really um, dynamic downhill driver. He shot the ball okay um, as a rookie, but he's, he's really good off the bounce, really clever playmaker. Not hard at all to tell who his dad was. Nope. Uh, superstar. <laughs> great player in this league. All right, finally, uh, you've had great crowds all season long, but this kind of feels like one of those Marriott Center magic type of nights if all goes well. Yep. Um, it's it's St. Mary's. I mean, we all know what that means. You know, they're a, fortunately for us this year, they're a top 40 team. We're a top 40 team, and, and uh, so you love playing these games. That's Mark Pope in time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to tonight's contest? Well, one of the things St. Mary's does the best is defend the three-point shot. You don't get a lot of looks, and you don't get good looks, so you're going to have to really shoot well inside the arc. you got to be up north of 50% inside the arc to, to be able to beat St. Mary's. And the second thing is they turn you over. They, they steal, and with a game that's so slow and with few offensive rebound opportunities, which another thing St. Mary's does well, you need to really value the basketball. Every possession, every shot is so critical, so you got to keep that turnover to around 12, 13 at the most. Your four keys to the game. Thank you, Mark. Break time now and time for a reminder once again that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup and orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. We are coming to you from courtside inside the Marriott Center for a Saturday night showdown between BYU and St. Mary's. Two of the few teams with 12-plus wins this season. Good resume game for both sides as BYU plays for a fourth win in its last five meetings with the Gales from Moraga. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Control board operators are Andrew Hare and Tanner Graff. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. Broadcast interns Bryce Noakes at BYU Radio and Jake Roper at the Marriott Center. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Mark, on its way to a 13-3 a record, uh, BYU's found itself in a lot of grinded-out games. It's rare that either BYU or its opponent just runs away from the other. And if there's a team that requires patience and tenacity, it is St. Mary's. It kind of feels like BYU's been pretty well prepared for a game like tonight. I think so far this year, BYU's offense has probably underperformed, but but BYU's in games and winning games because their defense is good and they're out-rebounding teams, so they're they're finding ways to win the game. Now, when you play a team like St. Mary's, I hated playing. I mean, it was Air Force in our time, and yeah. uh, Air Force wasn't very good when I played, but then they became very good. But it was the same principle. They really slowed it down. And you, it, when you play a team like that and you spend all that time on defense, 
the feeling inside is we got to go get something quickly on offense. And you have to take that out of your mind. You just have to kind of play the game that you're given. And, and each possession, when you have a, a, such a slow team like St. Mary's, is worth really about a, a possession and a quarter, a possession and a half. So if you turn it over, that's amplified. And if you don't get a good shot, that's amplified. So you just have to slow yourself down, take care of the basketball, get a good look, and and, and, and that's kind of how you have to approach it. It's, it's at, you know, it goes against your nature as a team. You like to run and shoot threes and go make the, make a crazy pass because what does it matter if you turn it over once in, a, in a, a game with a lot of possessions? It's not the case when you play St. Mary's. And it's not as if BYU hasn't found the formula. They have won three of four and four of six right. against these guys. Right. I mean, BYU's done as, as good as any team in the nation against St. Mary's, but it, it's always been a good game. It's never one where BYU just says, hey, see you later, St. Mary's. Yeah. We, we took care of business here. You, you know you're going to get a battle tonight. Mouthwatering Hawaiian-style food is just minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grill chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp at Coconut Island Grill with the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount off your next visit. That's the word ALOHA to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from St. Mary's assistant coach Justin Joyner as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on ahead of BYU and St. Mary's here at the Marriott Center. The Gales come into this one off an 11-day break. Their first two WCC games were postponed due to COVID, so it's a, a pretty well-rested St. Mary's squad squaring off with the Cougars tonight and a team that has won four of five after a 2-2 two and two stretch that followed a 6-0 start to their season a short time ago. I had my customary pregame chat with Gale's assistant coach, Justin Joyner, to get the read on his guys in tonight's matchup. Well, I think we do what we do, obviously, as a staff, but at the same time, we understand that playing here, playing in front of these fans, playing against this historic program um, is something that's really, you know, our guys get excited about it, and so do we. It's a big game. It's a quad one game. It's on the road, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty special environment. You've been off a little while. Yeah. Uh, any curiosity about how you're going to respond tonight? Not really. I think we have a pretty good group, pretty veteran, pretty strong, pretty tough, and uh, just got to make sure we're ready to play and we're dialed in. But, you know, we, we trust our guys and we trust our preparation. Did last year kind of prepare every team for a break like this, an unexpected break? Well, it's a little bit different in that last year, you know, we had so many guys come down with COVID. So it was a break and we couldn't, you know, guys couldn't get on the floor and, you know, you had guys that were really struggling through some stuff. And I think this year, it's a little bit different that it's a smaller break and less symptomatic, and so I think guys are able to recover a little bit faster. Does it feel good to get back into the league wars, like get right into it with a game like this? I mean, sure. I mean, we have no choice, right? <laughs> so uh, it feels good. We're excited about it. We're playing a really good team, and uh, like I said, on the road in a great environment, and we're happy about it. When you can look down the roster and see guys like Kuzi and Fotu coming off the bench for you right now, those are guys with a lot of starts and a lot of minutes. That's, I guess that's a, a, a symbol of how deep your team is right now. For sure, yeah. No, we, 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 those guys give us a nice punch off the bench. You know, Kuzi's veteran, and he's, he's tough, and he's good, and he's having a great year. And then same with Fotu, you know. So we have guys coming off the bench that give us a little bit of a punch as well. So what got Marshallonis into the starting lineup? He's just special. You know, it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a chance for him to kind of flourish and, you know, take ownership of the position a little bit. And uh, I think he's obviously the future, one of the one of a future one of our future pieces. So uh, 
and he's played really, really well in some really big games. Whether it's body type or how he moves, man, you see his dad out there, don't you? Oh, big time. You know, he's, he's so strong, and he's so wiry and quick, and uh, no, he's he's a really special freshman. Okay, thoughts on BYU that comes in 13-3? and three? Really good team. Really good team. A little bit different than past. Uh, maybe not as deep, uh, maybe not as big, but tough, really good on the boards, really good defensively, and uh, can really get it going offensively with the three and in transition. You would see a different team with guys like Baxter and Harward in there. Without them, what do you see from BYU right now? Speed. Speed, the ability to you know kind of play four out and, and attack you with the bounce and attack you with the three. And obviously, Traore is a, a really nice piece to have inside, and Loner's is a nice piece to have inside. So they have the interior presence. But at the same time, there's some speed, there's some pace to their offense and their movements that's a little bit different. And then on the defensive end, I think they're pretty quick and pretty agile and able to, you know, they can switch some stuff and they can impact the ball in different ways and I think it gives them an opportunity to play a little bit faster. If there's a thing that didn't get done against BYU last year that you'd like to see happen this time around, what would it be? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I would say uh, you got to put two halves together. You got to put two quality halves together, especially on the road, especially in this environment, especially with this team. So, you know, you got to take care of the ball, but you got to do the job defensively on both uh, in both halves, and you got to do the job offensively in both halves because they are going to put pressure on you. They're gonna make plays, and you got to respond and play well. Coach Joyner, thank you for the time. We'll see you back in Moraga. Absolutely, thank you, Greg. All right, that is St. Mary's assistant coach Justin Joyner. Always good to speak with him. More of the Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and St. Mary's straight ahead. BYU's second WCC contest. It's the league opener for Randy Bennett's team. And after winning their conference lid lifter for a fifth time in the last six seasons on Thursday, the Cougars now setting out to do something they've not done in five years. Open 2-0 in conference play. Mark, one of the secrets to Gonzaga's success is putting the rest of the league in the rear view from the get-go. So it's nice to hang around as much as you can. And Gonzaga rarely loses one game, let alone two. So if you don't keep pace, you're behind very quickly against uh, against Gonzaga in this league. I think Gonzaga, as good as they are, and they're awesome, they're not as invincible to me this year as, as, as they have been in the past. I think they're vulnerable maybe to losing on the road to a team like St. Mary's or BYU or even San Francisco. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to say BYU is going to win the conference, but if you take care of business early and you beat your main rivals, especially on your home floor, at least you're going to be in the conversation. So this is big for BYU to start out the season this way rather than trying to fight and climb back into it to kind of establish yourself as the the, the big dog or the second to the big dogs uh, in this conference, which uh, you know is kind of where BYU's been over the years. But you know, you never know what can happen, but. You know Gonzaga's not going to make a lot of mistakes, so you need to limit your mistakes. And one of the reasons also it's hard to go 2-0 in league is because BYU every year right. plays Gonzaga or St. Mary's in the first three games. Yeah, Portland kind of screwed that up for us this year. We'd have had one at Portland and had two games under our belt. But, yeah, yeah. and it's usually been on the road, it seems, in a lot of cases. And so, I mean, that's almost a guaranteed loss in a lot of ways. And so yeah, that puts you behind the eight ball a little bit to start. But... I think BYU's in a good spot here. You get a win tonight against St. Mary's. That, that will give your team confidence. And then you, you just go up and play. And then BYU's won up there before against very good teams. And they've got good, uh, experienced, uh, talented players. And so 
Gonzaga, like I said, has, has had a couple missteps this year, which is unlike them, and we'll see what happens. BYU men's basketball is dunking on cancer through generous donations. Each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final thoughts before tip-off. Coming your way next, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, getting set for BYU and St. Mary's. We're looking at an 8-10 mountain time tip. Was set for 8.05. They slid it five minutes to 8.10. Tijon Lucas as an X-factor. In the three games BYU has lost this year, only three. Tijon doesn't have a three in any of those games and is averaging around six points per game in those games. He's on a nice little double-figure scoring run right now. It just seems that when Tijon is on Mark Durant, that's a pretty good sign for BYU. Yeah, and, and some some games I can just see it in his eyes. He, he just kind of really focuses in. He's lasered in, and he's real effective. You missed the Missouri State game, but he was just awesome in that second half. He was unstoppable. I think he's a big factor tonight, Greg, because it's going to be tough to shoot, get open threes, and he has the ability to penetrate and hit that little runner and get to the rim. That's going to be at a premium tonight. As we get set for the national anthem coming up here in a few seconds, Fuseni Traore is now on his fourth career start. And I can't imagine his first three starts going any better. He's been <laughs> tremendous. Oh, I mean, he's, he just does everything right, you know, and he has a knack. It's, it's a little too simple to say, well, he's just got a knack. I mean, he works hard. He does a lot of it. But he just has a, some poise and patience. And, and he doesn't make mistakes. And for a freshman to be able to step up and do that and play at this level is really impressive. So what, what do you think is, I mean, a ceiling if you want to either throw a player comp or a, a, for, for a guy like Foose? Because, uh, you know, yeah. Mark Pope himself brought up uh, Yoli Childs the other day when talking about, uh, talking about Foose. I think that's probably the best because uh, they're both a little undersized but have those long arms and so athletic and jump and do so many good things. All right, the colors are being posted. Let's pause and bring you now, live from the Marriott Center, our national anthem.
Tip-off of BYU and St. Mary's next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.